Something to be said about coaches that uh, obviously uh, Dean Emerson not not concerned about any kind of uh, final. I mean, I'm not sure how it works in the NHL, but anytime in in baseball, if you criticize umpires or maybe football, I guess if if you criticize any kind of officiating, there's probably some backlash that comes down. I love the fact that Dean Emerson just says, you know, just in his voice, you could hear that this is wrong, isn't it? This is just wrong. <clears throat> Kirill Kaprizov ejected from the game at 14:48 of the second period last night for a cross-check uh, to the face of a Kings defenseman. And uh, even though I think the Kings were 0 for 6 on the power play and, and uh, Minnesota had just one power play last night, they lose one nothing. but Dean Evison not thrilled. And and you heard in his voice right there the frustration and the fact that the, that the Wild had not played in like four, ga- four days and then they go out to L.A. feeling fresh, feeling good, and they lose one nothing, and then things go... Yeah, I'd imagine that Dean's – it's probably good that they, they face Anaheim tonight. Yeah. Derek and Brad. And yes. Like there's a game Get right away, it. right? You don't have yep. to wear that for Turn a around, let's go. Have you guys ever won uh, like student body president? I, the only reason I'm asking, you know, it's post-election day, right? So, you know, I hope everybody just went out and did your did your, your right to do so. And, and, and good for the, the poll workers, those people that are manning booths. And <laughs> Derek, and I know you were out covering elections last night. Yeah. All I was thinking about these people that were stuck at wherever it was for hours on end, looking at you know some of us that you know where do I go? What do I do with this? What's my number? Where do I vote? Do I put this in this all day long? Those are the champions, I think, yeah, of election day. It's a good point. I um, I take since 2016, I've taken care of it by going to the old uh, Clay County. It used to be at the courthouse. Now it's at a, a building, and doing it like a week before. Brad, you came into me today too because I this is not complicated. I did the whole okay. stand in line, but I was I thought I was going to be in line for twenty minutes. It was about a buck fifty. Yeah. So last Tuesday, I'm at the dome, I'm giving some uh, player interviews from NDSU, right? And I'm talking with uh, Jeff Kolpak, and he said, "Hey, did you go vote?" He says, "Yep." He says, "So I as soon as I got done interviewing, went up went up a floor, got it done, got my vote, and I went up yesterday because I had to drop off some paperwork at right. the administrative offices for the Dakota Bowl on Friday." And that line, I bet, was thirty people deep, and that was at three o'clock in the afternoon. It got it got thicker, I bet you, at night because yes. I think the Civic was getting some spillover from somewhere. Here's the uh, the ironic thing, or coincidentally speaking, I told Brad, Derek, you know, because the Civic. Every time I'm in the Civic, you know, you're thinking of like they call the gate. Would it be the FMBs back in the day? I was broadcasting, or the IVA, or every district tournament probably oh, that you brought. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to be back in the Civic. And I'm thinking, not for me. They could, if, if they want to blow that up, I will. I will contribute dynamite. They can blow that place up. It was fun doing the beast. Townsend Orr did color with me, and oh, one it was yep. very intimate. When oh, you that got, would have been great for right? that level. Yes. yes, but I tell you, for the for the umpteen years you did games down there, there was like no place to park. You had to have everything in the world. Last night I pulled in right across the street. Got a white. So I told Brad, Derek, the first time in my life. I had a legitimate parking spot, and it was during an election day where there was overspill forever. I said, I don't know if I just got lucky or, or not. But, but but here it is the day after. And, uh, you know, I guess congratulations to the winners, and uh, if you didn't, uh, you know, more power to you next time. Uh, Derek, did you ever run for anything in Barnesville? High not school? that I can remember. Like no. high school, like treasurer? I think I was nominated to school student council, but I never, like, like ran for it. They uh, just... I ran for it once and got beat. And it's like, man, eh, I don't really want to do this again. Yeah. I was thinking this. I go, I don't think I ever took. I don't know what the feeling is. The point being, I don't know what the feeling is today for those that you know, like the day after you yeah. you right. won. You know, like like what is today? Is like okay, because you, you want to run out and you know you do stuff and assemble. You know, what's that feeling like? I wonder today. 
Yeah, it's a, it's interesting. I've been friends with people who have run and lost, and one who wants one and surprising, you know, and right. So it's kind of a, a weird feeling. I think more than anything, it's just a big sigh of relief because you're so you're pounding the flesh so much. The campaign is so taxing. Yeah. Going all the way, you know, to summer, you're spending every weekend at. You know, some small town parade. You know, and, right. and, and weekend after weekend after weekend. So. I've known some people that have done that, and then just they go to every pancake supper yeah. and every church dinner. And I know I was talking with Rob Kupak after I've known Rob for years, sure. and congrats to Rob. And yeah. and uh, but he was still he was finishing up his meteorology job, and then he was you know, and then he was pounding the pavement at night. And I was like, man, he said, you you got to want to do that if you really uh, if you're willing to make. Those uh, sacrifices. Rob's got to feel plugged in today. We got a weather system coming through, and he's, <laughs> right. he just came off uh, winning in a tight race in an election, for goodness sake. So, uh, to all of that, it is, uh, and on a serious note, the weather, and I, I just got a, a call from uh, one of my daughters who's traveling uh, from Bismarck over to the east, and I know that there's some slick spots. So, those of you that are traveling, uh, that are coming into the, the metro for whatever it may, or going out, I guess, uh, on some things, yeah. It, it, Kind of take it easy yeah, today, yeah. you know. Take it easy today, and then uh, we'll get you through this system. and And I, I know that some of the volleyball tournaments in North Dakota are are advancing to today. They're moving their right. their games up a day, including Region One, where you were, Brad, last yes. night. Uh, which uh, Northern Cass is is the one seed right in Region, and then they uh, they they beat Winemere Lidgewood, and then Kindred and Central Cass went what four sets last They went night? four. Kudos to Winemere Lidgewood. That was a three set sweep, but it was not easy. Um, Weinmere was up, I think, 22-20 in the first set. Jake's come back and win. We're tied at 18 in the second set. Northern Cass runs off. They win seven rallies in a row and win it. And that third set was tight, too. And and then uh, Kindred uh, avenging their loss to Central Cass. DeConte Smith still out for the uh, for the Squirrels. And uh, Kindred really was um, – um, they were dominant at times. So it's going to be – it'll be a good final uh, this evening. It'll be 4 o'clock for the third-place match, and then the final should be – about 545, 6 o'clock, somewhere in Enderlin tonight. So. Region 2 volleyball has moved up to today, too. That's a 1-3, and three, by Correct, the way. Yep. And then uh, Region 4 has been moved up. Uh, region 5, which we predicted, I think, yesterday that that was probably <laughs> going to get moved up. And Region 7 is uh, moved up on that. On the Minnesota side of things, and, and we do have a coach. We're midway through, so this week uh, we're, we're bringing in a featured coach of a high school team. Guess who it is? No, I'm not even going to hold it out. We're going to talk a little Jamestown football. Yeah, we'll visit with Bill Nelson here, and we'll see yeah, so how, how that's go. going to affect their travel plans here. The uh, On the Minnesota side of the ledger, we have uh, volleyball action, I believe, uh, coming up um, today. Detroit Lakes is in action tonight at XL Energy Center against Casson Manterville. So that's a mm. quarterfinal match. Casson Manterville is located... Nope. South, kind of south, not uh, quite to Rochester. Rochester area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a little north, I believe, of Rochester. And then uh, tomorrow, Barnesville and Pequot Lakes. That's a one o'clock tomorrow Correct. quarterfinal yep. uh, in volleyball. And then, of course, Thursday and Friday is uh, is Minnesota football uh, quarterfinals at state. And then Friday, the Dakota, uh, the the big Dakota Bowl coming up Friday. Where uh, I'm curious, uh, maybe we'll ask Bill this, uh, Brad and Derek. How many of those teams involved in the Dakota Bowl are leaving today uh, across the state of North Dakota, wherever you're, you know, the areas that you're coming from? So we'll, we've got a lot to get to on that one, not the very least of being, of course, the the games themselves. So it's a busy kind of a thing. Uh, in action, uh, 237-3767 gets you into the program, 888-458-6926. You can always text in the show at uh, three. 
35270. I almost forgot the tag. I've got so many numbers in my head. 35270. 35270 get you in. The uh the uh Josh Allen. You heard in our montage there, Adam Thielen was asked about the, the I guess the, the the largeness of this game. Right. He, he, every game's big and this isn't the Super Bowl. The world's not gonna so he answered it right. Um but I think I heard Sean McDermott, unless you guys have heard an update here, he said that uh, he is day-to-day, and then McDermott said, we'll see. Hmm. So that, but it, but if he's not taking reps, that's what I want to find out. If in, in a Bills team minus Josh Allen, with Case Keenum available as, you know, the backup, what does this mean for the Vikings-Bills game coming up. If Case Keenum is the man taking the uh, the snaps. Well, it'd be a great storyline. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a better storyline in many ways, I mean, yes. to be honest. Case Keenum throwing his stuff on digs, you close yeah. your eyes and it's 2017. Right, exactly. No, I mean, you think those two would be motivated? And granted, Rick Spielman <laughs> and, and Zimmer aren't there, the guys who gave up on Keenum no. by any means, yeah. but Diggs wants to get back at the organization anyway just because that's how he rolls. Right. And I think he'd like to show off to Kirk Cousins, who he just never really got in sync with. So. I uh, I just think, it's, you think about for the Vikings, they didn't have to face Jameis Winston. They had Andy Dalton, who they might have yep. been better with Andy Dalton than they were with Jameis. Uh, didn't have to face Wentz. They had to face Heineke. That might right. have been a horse apiece. Right. Um, I yep. think who else are the backup quarterbacks they've had to, to face? The, so uh, I feel like I'm missing one. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, well, Aaron was there. The, the, of their schedule. Yeah, we got Fields. the Fields Yeah, because you, you had uh, the red rifle, and you know, and uh, yeah. So I'm just man. They may not face Josh Allen. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. It's kind of interesting. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Teddy, because uh, Tua. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tua. Miami. Yep. Tua. Nice call on that. Uh, the uh, text company. I don't. I don't want to be gruesome today. Uh, but I might have to throw it out because I think I know what the answers are. Uh, going to be in. I'm sure Theismann will come up, and I'm sure Tim Crumrie will come up, and various things will come up. I'm forgetting a college basketball injury, maybe a Villanova. It'll come to me, Brad or Derek will Wasn't have like it. A guy from Louisville, the Final Louisville, Four, right? That's the one. Yep. Broke his leg. Oh, that was Oof. nasty. Oh, the reason I bring it up, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the hockey uh, last night of the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton forward Evander Kane. No. So he is. Um, uh, Puck is, is going over the boards. He's down. You know, he's sliding down. And then uh, uh, opposite Tampa, I think they're playing Tampa Bay. Lightning skaters down there to, you know, dig the puck out. And I think, I don't know if it was his left skate uh, that came over. And Kane had kind of arms extended a little bit. And then you see in the video, uh, Kane get up and immediately skate feverishly to the bench. And holding his left arm or wrist by the by the wrist by the hand and then immediately back into so the minute you see an athlete you know get, do that and that you know something's not right well his left wrist was cut by a skate blade oh my goodness and if you watch the, the reaction and it, so again not to be gruesome here or anything but sports but you know i was gonna throw out like like what injury made you just go oh and I think we've hit, I don't know if anything else comes up, but I think, you know, Theismann is the obvious. You know, Crumrie was was tough on, on the line to watch the ankle do that. Brad, you mentioned the Louisville basketball player, which was tough to, to witness. But that last night was... Was that was, Kevin Ware? Is that the one? That could be. I that don't, sounds right. 
Yes. And you know what? what? I th- yes, this is an open fracture to the tibia in his right leg. That's it. Yep. And Did then- he transfer to, like, Colorado? Did he transfer somewhere? Because I thought he got back to playing. Georgia State. And I, I recall being out at, uh, like, either Fort Collins. Or I, I, it must have been a football game against uh, like Northern Colorado, and we went and watched a, I don't know if it was a Colorado State football for some reason. And I thought the where player was playing on an opposition team against Colorado State in basketball. We went to watch it. I went, that's the guy that had that compound leg fracture. And he, I think he came back and played, which is impressive. So, but you guys didn't see the skate. No, last night. I did no, not. It was really weird because it. it's hockey, and even though you can't see it because of the padding and all that, yeah. just the thought of a wrist and the, his reaction really kind of freaked me out a little well, bit. Well, Tra- Travis Dunn could tell you some stories, you know, about there's been some scary stuff to the neck. You know how bad that could be oh, sometimes, yeah. and, yes. and the things like that. It's it can be bad. So, they are sharp, and there's no doubt. Stable condition uh, last night. Underwent a procedure. Yeah, in fact, Lightning coach John Cooper said, quote, you cringe when you see that. It was tough to see. Yeah, I, I hear you if you pull that up. Uh, hopefully he's going to be okay. Uh, so it's scary. Uh, Oilers star Connor McDavid, it's scary, quote, certainly scary. Oh, man, yeah. I think you could feel the energy in the entire rink kind of just get sucked out. Can you we're, imagine? We're yeah. Thinking, yeah, that's that's. I, I don't bring it up to you. Again, not to be gross and let's, let's find out our glorious things. But I, I just went through my mind going, boy, how many times have I had like a weird reaction to an injury? Because we see a lot of injuries, and they're all bad. I mean, they're all not good, but that was, a, oof, my goodness gracious. So, yeah, that was the uh, the story uh, last night. Not fun. Ugh, that's that's awful. Uh, what else do we have? I mean, with hockey, you got plenty. You got, you got blades. You have sticks. I mean, you know, it should be a weapon. I mean, that's. I just always it, in covering hockey over the years. When I would see a stick come up towards the face, oh, or the isn't eyes, the or the yeah. nose, and it's just, oh, I just always. And um, there's no no um scares me. There's there's no real. There are some parts that are exposed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's no. There's no way that uh, you know. Not much you can do. Some yeah. some. Spots. And I don't. I don't know how much. Uh, like like a blade goes over. And Brad, you call hockey, and Derek, you know, we've been around it long enough. But I don't know how many times you see a wrist or a hand, you know, no, off I a glove. Not very often. I've not seen a, a couple lot. on the face and yeah, the NHL they, they, they've got a glove you know, on, or unless it, you know, maybe it's one of those scrums in the boards, or they maybe might get pinched in or something like that. But I don't know if it happens a lot. I guess it. I, it seems like it. Seems like guys take sticks to the chin or the face a lot yeah. more often or if they're diving to block a shot and they'll take one in the take one and get hit in the knee or the midsection although you know they're padded up pretty well but still if you if you hit it in the wrong right. hit it in the wrong spot it's going to uh going to leave a mark as they say the uh, uh did Vaughn get hired i see like i know we're up against the break other breaking news on our on our table yeah, the brooklyn nets have officially named jacques vaughn as their head coach. So it's not going to be the suspended coach for the Celtics because he was having an affair. That's uh, that's good news. Yeah, the, that was one of the uh, strangest stories I've ever seen. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not Jeff Saturday strange. Oh, maybe it is, even oh, in a much different way. Man so. alive. Quick timeout. We'll come back. Lots to get to at a hump day. Peak of the week Wednesday. Uh, Bill Nelson, head coach of the Jamestown Blue Jays coming up. Got a tangle with North in, in the Dakota Bowl, oh, which yeah. you, you can, I like to say, watch on the radio. 740 The Fan. We'll do that coming up next. Your text, your calls next. It's the Jack Michael Show. Derek Hanson, Brad Anderson today on 740 The Fan. This is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, and you're listening to the Jack Michael Show. Oh, my God, what's up?
Be sure to catch me weekdays from 9 to noon right here on 740 The Fan. Well, I, I think we're going to have a little trouble getting Coach on here. Brad's never worked. Brad's like an air traffic controller right now. He's got like five planes uh, coming down trying to land that over over here. So going back over that schedule, again, the uh, the 9-10 a.m. game is uh, Velvet Drake, Animus, and Central Cast. The noon game is the Class B-9 Man Cavalier in New Salem, Almond. The 3 o'clock kickoff north in Jamestown, which we're about ready to preview here with Coach. And then the uh, 640 game on Friday night, Bismarck Century and Fargo Shanley uh, coming up on Friday night at the uh, at the uh, Fargo Dome. We got to get your mic on, Derek. Your mic's not on yet either, too. So, Bill, do you got us now? We good. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, Bill. Yeah, we're always we're good on that first one, and then the the second time. Uh, one more time. One more time, Bill. Can you hear me? I got full bars where I'm at. So okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Clean. Can you hear me now? Is uh, is my is Mike one on uh, Bill? Can you hear me? Okay. I got you now. Yep. There you go. Talk a little bit about your uh, victory before we lose you. <laughs> Talk a little bit <laughs> about that game with Grand Forks Red. This is the most anticipated response in the history of the Jack Michaels show. Uh, Bill, talk about the win against, <laughs> talk about the win against Red River. Uh, you know, kids came out ready to go. It was uh, one of those where we knew it was going to be an extremely physical game. Uh, we saw them the first game of the year, and they've continued to get better and better and better. He kind of put that obviously put that game on the on the back burner and. I knew it was going to be real physical from the start, and it was. Is they're taking shots, we're taking shots. Um, you know, I just it came down to we ended up making more plays in the end of the day. You know what I mean? So you obviously want to try to take some things away from them, and, and their their quarterback getting hurt kind of changed them a little bit because they went from pretty run heavy, and we shut their run off first time we played them, and we were able to shut their run down pretty good the second time too. But then the hiker kid comes in, and he's a whole different type of an athlete um so they started throwing it around a little bit but like i said we we covered up some things on the back end and, and kept getting after them with pike wish we could tackle a little bit better um some tackles here and there but you know it comes back to it are you ever going to play a perfect game no you're not you know but the kids have, have just been tremendously resilient they they keep their nose at the grindstone they keep working they keep working they keep working and uh, we refer back to the i guess i refer back to the valley city game because we got our teeth kicked in uh, they played tremendously well, and we played not well. And <laughs> it was it was an eye opener. It was good for us because you know you graduate 15 seniors from last year's team, and a lot of kids, really good group of core kids coming back. You know, and it's like, but we had to we had to go through some things. You had to learn that you're going to get everybody's best shot every Friday night. That was you know? a third. And oh, go ahead. That was that was a good thing. Wapson got us, and then we. We did get that at home, and then we turned around and we went over Valley. And we we sunk it up badly, and they poured it to us. And all credit to those guys because they played well, and we did. That was you know, a, and, yeah. And I, you mentioned the injury, you know, Red River and that too. And, and and like I said earlier, I said I was catching that game Friday night from Terre Haute, Indiana, and and it looked like there was there was some hitting going on and some twisting going on. And I, I thought I saw during the course of a game, even one of your uh, one of your tremendous uh, players. I don't know if they brought someone out or carried him off. Did you did you walk out of that unscathed, or did, were there some nicks in that one, Bill? No, we ended up losing uh, uh, Preston Gall. He's a two way starter for us, the tight end, and uh, even though we flex him out a lot, and and our strong side outside backer, so he actually uh, broke his patella. Um, his kneecap broke right in half. It was a clean break, but mm. you know it was. It was 
fact, it was like in the third quarter. We were ahead at the time. We had some momentum. Uh, he went up to catch a ball, to jump to go grab a ball from Peyton, and he just his leg gave out. So went out there. You know, it's his last game, and you know what the season's done. And it was pretty emotional between him and myself. And our athletic trainer was there. And, but he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to the hospital. So wow. he jumped on a side-by-side, got him off the field. on a, on a He had a, a mobilizer on and sit on the sidelines and just screamed his butt off. And that's just the kind of kid that Preston is. And we can't, we don't have a kid that can do what he did for us all around now. The nice thing with having depth is we'll have a, have a junior who'll step in at outside linebacker and will do a great job. And, and then Colton Muse will jump in offensively for him in spots and we'll, we'll move some things around a little bit with some younger guys and, and, and still got weapons. That doesn't change. You know what I mean? But obviously losing him on the field hurts, but he's also been on the sideline and been at practice and screaming and hollering. He had surgery first thing on Monday morning, and, or I'm sorry, Saturday morning. Um, so it's, uh, it stinks, but, you know, you move on, right? Yeah, yep, no right. doubt. Uh, how about uh... – uh, you're the only team left that uh, out of the champions from last year that gets a chance to repeat. And I thought really out of all four had a chance to maybe get back to the dome, but you're the only one that's got a chance to defend your title. Yeah. It's uh trust me. That's been brought up more than once. And it's, uh, <laughs> I bet. We kept telling the kids, we just, we worry about us and we do what we need to do and control those, you know, controllables. And, and, uh, and I hate the saying where the chips fall where they may, even though I always say it, you know, but it's, uh, it's one where, Kids have been tremendously resilient. You throw whatever you throw at them, they're you know, acceptant of it, and and they keep working and they keep working and they keep working, and and uh, we're excited for Friday to get here. That's for sure. Jamestown uh, in North, you played at the end of the regular season. It was forty nine twenty one, but uh, the final score was deceiving. It was uh, North had just a stretch there. Although they had five turnovers in the game, and uh, some come really one after the other in the second half, and you took full advantage. You know, and I think it's they had the misfortune but we're also causing it you know what i mean so it's uh back it was back and forth the first half and we we honestly we made a change uh my son played center for about six weeks and he decided to airmail two balls into the stratosphere and and it's okay <laughs> let's move and we move our our young sophomore over to a center and move both garden and shoot that was the best thing that could happen because all of a sudden we're a little bit more physical at guard now and the snaps are getting back there all the time. And now both Ethan and Bo can help out Vaughn and, and our run game started to click, you know what I mean? And that's something too with Peyton running the ball. We haven't showed a whole lot of it. We started to more and more and more and played central and we came out and we went right after him. Everybody thought we we're going to spread it out and chuck it around. Well, in the first three plays, we went bing, 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 went right down the field and run and scored. You know what I mean? And same thing with, with Red River, as physical as they were, uh, we didn't shy away from coming after them. You know what I'm saying? And that's something where you're, we're still going to throw the ball. That's not going to change. But if we, our run game has continuously evolved and gotten better and better. And with North, there's not a whole lot of secret of what they're going to do. They can want that ball on Peter Hugwood's hands, and he's a really talented young man. And you got to know where Jeremiah Sam is at. You got to know where the Zeller kid is at. And they're going to take some chances on defense to come after you. So you just, you know, we weather the storm. The other thing we have is we've been here before. We were here last year. and um, they're going to be real excited to play. They've earned that right to, to be playing in the game too. And uh, Coach Roll and his staff will have them ready to go. And it's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Bill, uh, Coach of Jamestown, uh, Bill, go- joining us today. It's funny, as you, as you were talking about there, too, and during a regular season, I'll say this, like, say the Red Hawks baseball and Chris Coase, they knew that, you know, the five-game series or three-game series, but now you're down to that final game. You know, if you win it, you're in it, so now it's that game, and you hope your your starting pitcher can, can give you depth, you can score some runs, and it's just like the other games during the regular season. You know, you try to tell your athletes that, like any other game, but it's not because it's the last game and it's the championship game. So as much as the game plans are in, Bill, that's all great. But when it comes to that, you know, do you have to coach a little bit different with a sense of urgency, knowing that the, that there is no tomorrow uh, if something goes wrong? I mean, it's, it usually tends to be a game of, of multiple possible adjustments, does it not? I mean, it is just another game, isn't it, Coach? But yet, at sometimes it's not just another game. It is and not. You know, you, you try not to make it bigger than what it is, but it's a special game for a special group of individuals. And these kids know that they're on the verge of potentially doing something that no group in Jamestown's ever done before. You know, we won our first state championship in 84 years. Well, no, never won a back-to-back. You know what I mean? So, like, these kids know the opportunity that lies in front. It's going to be a lot of work. There's Nothing's going to be easy, but who wants easy, right? Yeah. Um, and that's that's what I was telling you about the Valley City game after that. I let it fester for about 23 hours, and I sent the message out to our leadership council. We met that Sunday night, and I spoke for about 20 minutes, and I said, either we fix it with me in the room or we fix it with me out of the room. And Jackson Walter stood up and said, Coach, I think we can handle it. And um, I went out on a fat guy walked for about an hour on the <laughs> football field, and, and the boys sat in there, and they came out a different squad, and we've been different since then. And you know what I mean? It's just how they approach things, how they handle things in the – Seniors had to learn how to be leaders. You know what I mean? And it's it's different when you have a like our senior class last year were tremendous leaders. You know what I mean? And they were a special group too, but this is a different group. It's it's everybody says, Well, what's so different about it? They're just they're different. They're they're spe- you know what I mean? Everybody every group has their we did they did an article in the paper here and we've got eleven seniors and those eleven boys I don't think have ever sat in a room just by themselves before. You know, it was interesting doing that article to get to see and hear how they talk, you know what I mean? And they reverberate a lot of the same things that are coming out of the coach's mouth. They know the importance of it. They know the excitement. They know there's going to be blows and shots back and forth. You know what I mean? And, and our offense has been clicking. Our defense has been really good. Our special teams have been solid. Our sidelines have been into it. You know, I, it just, it, it's been one thing after another. And then you throw our fans on top of it. And Jamestown might be empty on Friday and that's okay. You yeah. know what I mean, if we could throw up that, if we could fill up the west side of the dome, that'd be a beautiful thing. So, the weather going to affect your travel plans at all? Boy, that's the million dollar question that I've been asked about three thousand times. So. <laughs> There's <laughs> I, three thousand and one. There you go. Thank you. Um, we're going to play as is because way I don't know way it's looking as it's hopefully going to. We're set to load at eight forty five and leave at nine. We have breakfast at eight at our locker room. And um, Coach Eustad, I know Mr. Michaels. You know, you yeah. know Mark Eustad a little bit. So. I wonder if he'll venture in and try to get some free food. That's probably a possibility. Well, he's probably waiting. He's probably waiting for me to bring it. Is what he's waiting yeah. for by you, because you yeah. know, did <laughs> you know he got to call the game? He got to do color. I have heard. I have heard, and I, I I listened to part of him. Like I said, I was listening. Uh, Tom Dosh and I were listening to to the broadcast, and I said, "That's the Uke man. He's got a new yeah. position. You know, he's been wearing stripes for so long and been involved. He's oh, found his new calling bill." I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him it's a you sound a lot better on the field than you look on the field. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get a text now. Have words for me of that, but it's okay. It's okay. 
Uh, I'm going to get a text now on that. That's it. Hey, speaking of which, you know, Jamestown, obviously a, a prideful community that has developed, you know, just so many, uh, you know, athletes and student athletes, girls and boys and that. you got a great staff too, don't you, Bill? I mean, I, I mean, you're a fantastic coach. You've led this team. You talked about your senior leadership on that too, but I'm sure you rely on, on your assistance too. This is, uh, this is a pretty good thing you got rolling. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's, it's been in the making for quite some time and it's a matter of it's a lot of those pieces you put together you know and it's you talk about this isn't people say well it's refer back to me it's not about me we've got great kids we've got phenomenal coaches we've got a tremendous uh fan support you know what i mean it's support at home and administration and it, it's everything coupled together and yeah i'm listed as the head coach but coach mouse and coach hulk alter and and coach jenner and coach craver those guys are putting the offensive game plan together. And the defensive game plan is Coach Frank and, and Coach Frank and Coach Schwanz and Coach Breitbach. And, and then we kind of take teams some of the special team stuff, you know, and I'm the guy that says, hey, you got two plays. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm the guy that's usually standing. I'm not a bunch of a streamer and a holler at officials. I usually tend to, hey, I'm going to chat with you and visit with you. You know what I mean? And we'll go from there and ask questions when I need to. It's like I've had to wear those stripes before, and I know that, it's never a fun thing and you know what I mean? And you're, but, but it's one where you go back to, there's a lot of, a lot of things have, have went together. You know what I mean? And yeah. our kids have been tremendously accepting and willing to work and, and put in a lot of time. We ask a lot out of them 12 months out of the year. And, and that's the beautiful part about it is it just keeps, you'd like to think it's just going to continue to grow and evolve. I, you know, the, and, I couldn't help by the way, Bill and Brad, uh, you guys, before we got Bill on the air today, you were talking a little Wildcat football. He's a there. proud Wildcat, oh, Bill that? is. Yep. I got, I got I got, a lot of ties. I joked, uh, so Eric Isendorf and I went to college together. He was a year older than me. And, and then my first job was the head strength coach under John Richmond. And uh, I was, did that for three years when I was a senior in college, the first couple of years. And so Izzy and I have coached together in, against the high school and kept in touch over the years. And, and then uh, we've had a couple of kids go down and play. And then actually we were down, oh, the game, there was two games ago when they won. We went down, I took three boys down for a recruiting visit and watched them. And, and Coach Jury, who's on the staff, was actually came on the staff when I was strength coach my last year there. It was, what, 99 or 2000? So, um, so, yeah, always a proud Wildcats. And, you know, like our kids up here don't really know. You know, they don't know, you don't hear a lot about, about NDSCS football. You know what I mean? It's like. I took the boys down, and my son was one of them. So, it's, and Peyton's been down there before because his brother played. You get to see the brand of football, and the level of football that's down there is pretty darn good. You know what I mean? And that's so. I've always been a JUCO fan. Always have been. Always will be. Excellent. I'm right there with him. Like I say, people don't uh, people don't appreciate how good it is. We were just talking about. I that. walked into that. Oh, go ahead. I walked into that weight room, and like I was telling the fellows, it's like this is a little bit different than what we had. We had it made by, and one of our players was a welder. And he made our squat racks and benches for us. And the, the physical plant guys built our platforms for us. And they still had the, the bumper plates that I ordered way back in, like, 98. Yeah. So um, it changed a little bit, definitely, for the good. But, that uh, that welder, by the way, Bill's probably making 150 a year now, right? I mean, <laughs> probably making Brad, <laughs> Brad Duffield, he lives in western North Dakota somewhere. He's from way, way out west. Like, he might have been a Montana kid, honestly. Uh, yeah, nice. he probably is. Nice. Uh, so the key, I know that you, you touched on some of the keys. Brad referenced the earlier game with Fargo North, and you talked about how turnovers played a factor in that game, too. So if, if we were to pin you down for 
two or three keys where at the end Jamestown hoists that trophy again, uh, what would it be, Bill? Worry about the things that we control. You know what I mean? We're, we talk all the time about, you know, playing fast and playing physical on defense and offense, but we got to move the ball and take care of the ball. You know, take shots when they're there. Don't look for the home run. I mean, let's, let's reverberate that. that, that we're going to throw the ball, you know, and we're going to look down, but it's, Look where that underneath stuff's at. Where are the holes at? Don't don't push what's not there. Um, be physical. Come ready to play. I know that's more than three, but uh, yeah. it kind of all lumps together, right? Yep, it, it all pieces in. And by the way, on behalf of all of us, you know, we just talked about injuries uh, part of the show today too. To Preston Gall and uh, and what he means, and I'm sure when a teammate goes down, my guess is the others rally around. And the, and the fact that yet you broke down the type of young man this guy is, it plays with passion and emotion. And to, and, to, and, to, and did you say shattered kneecap or busted patella? Uh, it was actually it was a clean break, like literally a clean break in half. And, Yikes! You know, he he goes. Uh, there's a lot of wet eyes, you know, and I'm an emotional guy and I'm out there with him and it was emotional, him and I, and he gets to the sideline and, and there's some wet eyes and he keeps keep playing and he's hollering and, and we get to the breakdown afterwards and he was right by me in the huddle Wow! and the seniors came in and there's a lot of weepy eyes, you know, and I got a picture um, that of whoever took it, I sold it, I think, I don't know, my mom took it or Jan Hope, somebody took right. it nice. Got it, but there, there's you see his head because I gave the breakdown to him, huh. and and he's crying, but you can see his head above it, preaching to the guys, and all the heads are down listening to him. Boy, that's and, great. Uh, wow. He's going to give his 150 percent, even though he's on crutches on the sideline. He's still going to give his piece, and he's going to make sure that the guys that are replacing him are doing their part and holding them accountable. And that's the beautiful part about this is you put a team together. and we, we now have a team, and that team is ready to go play a football game on Friday. I'll tell you that right now. Man alive. Now, I might be on the interstate with my with my snowblower. <laughs> right, right. But we're going to get to Fargo, and we're going to play. I told the guys, we're going to play in that game. There's no ad this about it. So. After hearing Bill, I, I, I kind of wish the game was tonight, by the way. I, I wish... <laughs> I'm all jacked up now for for football and championships coming up today. Uh, it's, uh, Bill, good. Do what good. you got to do, right? Hey, man, thanks. I'm glad Brad was able to connect with you, too, and get you on the show today. And uh, it, it really is a joy, all those games under one roof. And obviously the fan uh, will be there broadcasting that, too. Tell Uke I've got a Zagnut and a, and a package of Funyuns for him, by the way, if you bump into you. <laughs> He's he's, good. he's calling the game on Saturday too. Oh my! God. So now he's he's part of the competition. No, I'm just kidding. That's fantastic. Uh, you and he does he does a great job. Oh, that's oh, it's, yeah. It's you how know. amazing! I've known Tyler since he's been born, and that's just like so. He needs to wear blue and white someday too. By the way, at some point. That's so. uh, that's good but, stuff. That is uh, that's 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 good. All of a sudden, I just thought, how 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 far do you think Darren Erstead could punt a football in the Fargo Dome? That's that 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 thought just rolled wow. through. My guess is he'd probably hit the scoreboard on top. So he probably hit. Yeah. <laughs> he probably. I've heard. I've heard a lot of stories. I've met Darren twice. Um, when he came back uh, a year and a half ago, when they opened the field, he was here. And he had he uh, put our. He helped uh, purchase our turf field. You know, donated money for our turf field on the backside out here. So, um, yeah, it's his name's on it, and we we appreciate every second of it. So he had a big leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had good at everything, by the way. Was Bill, he a soccer style kicker or was he a toe puncher? I think he was – I'm trying to think, and I've called a lot of his high school baseball games. I'm trying to think if I, I did a game I, uh, on football for Darren. Golly. <sighs> he had to be – I don't know. But 
I knew he had a hammer. I know that. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just, just incredible stuff. Bill, man alive, I'm glad we were able to get connected today. Safe travels but to all those teams, by the way, coming uh, to the Fargo Dome this weekend. Thanks for the time, man, and, and best of luck coming up Friday. Okay, buddy? All right, appreciate it. Thank you again. You got a, what a great conversation with Bill Nelson. That's uh, that's what a coach is uh, is right there. And they got this should be uh, Brad. I'm not going to make you you know because we don't know. And I, I know mm-hmm. we got up against the clock at a break here and uh, breaking down all the games, and we'll we'll have time to do that yet this week. But does this line up as one of the better games on Friday? Potentially, I, I think it's up there because I think that, like I said, forty nine twenty one the first time doesn't uh, tell the whole story. Yeah, that's and what I, I'm going off. of. Yeah, right and this. I think North is a better team. I seem like they're rolling right now, and uh, obviously turnovers. North has taken; they took advantage of some South mistakes last week and coming back and winning in the second half. But I think so. It's, so it could be potentially. I would say yeah. I I really like I like the eleven B game with Central Cass and Velva just because yep. Velva's been the unbeaten and Central Cass is. Well, and the Squirrels are a story too. Yeah, they they are. I mean, first time since nineteen eighty, they're going to bring. I, mean, I don't know how many people are going to make it from Velva down. Right. So, I mean, that, right, right. That, that might feel like a home game for Central And Cass, the ultimate love that Shanley and Century have had for each other for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> Should go well. Yes. <laughs> the ultimate compassion Abs- and love absolutely, that right. those two schools right. We'll take a quick time out. We're back with more on Wednesday edition on 740 The Fan. Quickly, greatest band with four letters in the title. Would Toto? Would Toto be in the top four? And you can't use hyphens and slashes, so ACDC doesn't count. Oh, ACDC, I was, I was, you, I was going there. I, I'll give you Kiss, but I can't give you ACDC. It's got an extra, uh, you know, thing Toto's in Toto's probably sitting at the is, four or five, Is Toto maybe. in the ballpark? Derek, yeah. Derek's not going Toto. He's not really Totoed up. That's a little, I mean, I like him and all, but. Rush? Yeah, they got to be Not up there. Not bad. Rush? Rush? Rat? Kit, rat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two T's? Yes, rat. Round and round, baby. Yep. Hey, welcome, you know they spell it wrong? Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to the end. Yeah, an extra T. Uh, ABBA? Oh. <laughs> be In their for, own way, maybe? Yeah, as far yeah. as global uh, you know, impact, yeah. you know, we talked about Hall of Fame and impact yesterday. I think in that question, ABBA would have to be considered because of the impact You'd they have had. To, yeah, although I will say with Toto, <laughs> the song Africa, I don't right. know if everybody liked the the remake, but I think I like the Weezer remake better. Oh, I don't know if, if I heard to it. To me, it sounds so much the same. It, 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 they didn't really yeah, make it their di- own. It's a little different. I must have been out to lunch when they that did that. That was about two, three years ago. Oh. I, I just, you know... I, that's old. I've done that show before. If what remake is better than the actual? <laughs> You've done that, yeah. yeah. The, right, because then we're going to get into sounds of silence. We're disturbed. Uh, yes, I like the big one. The I think park. the big one that always gets the controversy going is, "You really got me." Because if you're a Van Halen fan, mm. you know, you're, you're yeah, you're thinking it sounds yeah, a little bit better. But the Kinks are the Kinks, right? The kinks are the right. Kinks. So that's hard. Oh, that almost made our question. Kinks is five, though. So yeah, it's missed. four. Kink. So close. Is, is there, how about cake? <laughs> that, that's not the top four. No, no not really. Although, although I, no. I do like the distance, but that's about where it, where it ends. Oh. Uh, Texter says, big Louisville fan here. Kevin Ware got hurt against Duke in the Elite Eight win. There it is. 2013. They what? won the national title that year. Transferred to Georgia State the next year, now playing professionally in Iraq. That's mm. a terrific Iraq. text. Thank you for that text. 35270. I was... I, I swear... I'll have to look at the schedule when he was at, at, at Georgia State, and he said, right, Georgia State? I, I, 
I'm almost certain that they must have played at Colorado State in that uh, year he was on it because I remember just sitting in that crowd going, that guy has come back from that injury. And now, obviously, as our texture says, playing pro ball in Iraq. Yeah. You don't like ball to play in Iraq. That's getting paid. I guess. (laughs) Probably probably getting a couple of dollars on that. Does Uh, AHA make the cut? No. A-H-A. Yeah, well. If you have another A. These have one song, so. That was known for its video more than the actual Take on song. Me, where it goes from black right. and white to color through the window. Mm-hmm. I think there are only four bands that qualified. Maybe, maybe I overshot my uh, my question. How about right Sticks? Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, good call on that one. So where are we at in our top four? Sticks, Rush, Kiss, ABBA. Yeah, ABBA's not a how rock the, band. I think about, we can do better. About, well, it's, you don't have to. All be right, rock. we played uh, <laughs> we we played a Cars bump earlier. How about the Cars? Oh, oh. that's pretty good. Are they known as the Cars? No. Well, kind of. I guess. That, <laughs> I don't want to get me in a technicality. technicality. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's <laughs> loose. Because the, can you need it going, oh, could you play Cars? See, it's yeah, a different thing true. as yeah. opposed to would you play the Cars? How about In Excess? Oh, that's pretty good. Or as Alex Trebek called them on Jeopardy one time, Inks. Inks. Yeah. Inks. <laughs> Michael Hedges, <laughs> nice. need you tonight. Um yeah, okay, maybe ABBA's getting pushed out of our, our top yeah. four on that whole thing. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Maybe rightfully so. It is a Wednesday. Uh, lots to get to today. The um, the uh, the other uh, Wolves back in action tonight. Tonight. It'll be over in the Mighty. Phoenix? Uh, yes. The, uh, we've got the Wild here tonight, late tonight, with Anaheim. And, yeah, Timberwolves over on uh, KFGO tonight. I, I was hearing Garzi and, and, and Burrow yesterday. I, I think that the, like the, the, the zest we had for, you know, the Wild – and the wolves and everything that the wolves were going to be, and kind of talking about some of that, uh, some of that's been tapered down a it little bit. It doesn't help when the, the most popular team is seven one, and everyone's yeah. you know, and Kirk Cousins is wearing chains with no shirts, and everyone's talking about that. And then the other two underachieving teams aren't playing all that well when you're looking for it. Um, sports in Minnesota is best when blank does great. Period. Vikings. That's it. That's the answer. Yeah, Vikings, and I think the Twins are a close. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree too. So if you got the Twins in a pennant race, where do the Gophers sit in that? Uh, which, well, football. Take your pick. Uh, I think the problem with Gopher football is there's some people that graduate from the Minnesota doesn't think that Minnesota goes anything past St. Cloud, mm, and yeah. uh, or anything north of Blaine or anything <laughs> south of Rochester, <laughs> right? And <laughs> and so that's a problem for them, and then. I just think, you know, once Gopher basketball fell off, because that was probably the number two sport in the 90s, no. and then Big. after the scandal, they've fallen off the face of the earth. Thanks to Bill Nelson joining us today, head coach of Jamestown Blue Jays. Stick around. Common Man is coming up next right here on 740 The Fans.